Right, hello everyone, and welcome to the first of at least some summer specials of the Forbidden Love Rugby Podcast. I'm Reese, and this is the Welsh Rugby Podcast, where a values boy who supports Cardiff and a disenfranchised value boy who supports Pont de Prive are sometimes joined by a Cardiff boy who uh, supports Cardiff. We are, however, bound by a mutual love of the game at all levels and a complete lack of faith in the Welsh Rugby Union. Now, we weren't able to coax Ed into joining us on this sunny Friday evening, but I am pleased to say I am joined by Mr. Nelson Nomad himself. Mikey, how are you doing, man? Yeah, good, thanks. Not bad. You right? Yeah, not too bad. You can find the podcast on Twitter at FLRugbyPod. You can get in touch with me at RJJ Blue and Black. And how do the good folk of rugby Twitter get you, Mikey? Same old, same old. Uh, Twitter handle is uh, Mikey S. Harris, all lowercase. Still don't know if it matters. Nobody's added me either to tell me if it does or doesn't. They haven't added you. How about, right, somebody drops me a line, tries a few uppercase, a few lowercase, maybe even chucking a dollar sign for the S. I don't know. Let's just see if if it makes any difference. I don't know. What would happen if what would happen if somebody used the full spider pig for your middle name? Well, that, uh... that's um, that's different gravy. That is. Yeah, where'd that go? <laughs> now, my my first question for you, Mikey, is it has been a while. Uh, yeah, can you remember how to podcast? Because oh, I can't. It's a bit dusty, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, to put, yeah, put, it really put it on the old uh, laptop this afternoon, this evening even <laughs> was uh, challenging, as we've had in the thread. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, you've been you've been busy. You've been keeping all right. Aye, what's, yeah. uh, uh, what's been going on in Mikey Town? Well, busy even up until today. I've been to the circus today by yourself. Of course not. It's, uh, it's <laughs> half term this weekend. The joys of parenthood uh, deems the occasional trip to the cinema when it's in town. I went to Cardiff, in fact, down by the uh, down by the football club. So oh, I branched out from my valley's roots and. Uh, Lovely. You know, I had to try and hold my breath for as long as I could when I got there. <laughs> this is, uh, this is uh, down in Leckwith, is it? Yeah, aye. So that was uh, it's, it's cursed land. However you spin mm, it, it's, uh... yeah. I didn't want to allude too much in case it brought up some uh, some bad Sam Norton night memories. <laughs> some sad, bad Sam Norton nightmares. Oh, Sam Norton night. Oh yeah, I like that. We'll keep in that one. There you go. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna you can, you can clack it in the background. That's. Uh... That's me writing down the episode yeah, title. That's, um, I like Norton, that. Sam Norton nightmares. nightmares. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Right then, bud. Shall we wind our way through yes, all of the news? Mm. It's, it's going to have a sort of summer holiday feel this episode, isn't it? We're going to we're going to do the news, and we're going to chat about a barbarian yeah, match. Sure. I've, I've got my Gunter Steiner uh, autobiography ready to go as well. So uh, and, a, and, a, and a can of uh, orange cider. So yeah, definitely holiday vibes. <laughs> you were talking a lot about the orange cider the other day. Was I? When was this? At the barber has gone. Well, that was only two days ago. Yeah, I, I could have sworn you were working from like you, you haven't sharp about oh, it. It's, <laughs> it's it's the elixir to life. Honestly, it is. Well, excellent. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping for, for your sake one day, Mike, we, we can get a sponsorship by whoever is who makes this uh, orange cider and uh... name drop. Can we name drop? Yeah, if, if you want, like I don't think they're listening. Fat no, as it is, then. Fat as it is, right? <laughs> well, Fat as if you are listening, Mike, Mike, you want some? Yeah. Massive fan, massive fan. So, do you remember how this podcast started? It was um, on the back of the WIU, just being a bunch of twats, basically. And it hasn't stopped, has it? It hasn't changed. So, despite the long-form professional rugby agreement being signed back at the end of March, when the Six Nations are still fresh in our memories, it's June now, by the way, 
uh, money still hasn't been paid to the regions. So apparently NatWest have okayed everything by the sounds of it, but there's been some delay regarding the lending arrangements and due diligence. And that's made its way all the way up the pole to the Welsh government. So, Mikey, firstly, yet more frustration for the pro sides? Just do a tidy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Tick all the boxes. Like, that, cross all the I's, dot yeah. all the T's. No, sorry, cross all the T's, dot all the I's. That's probably where they've been going wrong. Dot in the T's and crossing the I's. You can see where the confusion is now. Yeah. But, like, is it that hard? I mean, like, we, we, we made was the other day about, um, you know, the, 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 the matter of around professionalism and the fact that, like, the, the the regions aren't as professional as they need to be, but the individuals there are more professional now in the 20 plus years that it's been since professionalism have been in, in Welsh rugby at the very least. Yeah, and I mean, it might not be easy to sort these things out, but you don't need to wait until the end of the sixth year no. to start negotiating the next six uh, years. Uh, it's but, That's the thing that's doing my head but, in you. But then again, surely it's not as difficult as it's being made out. I mean, I, I don't know. No, I've never signed yeah. a six-year funding agreement no, with anybody. No. <laughs> but um, apart from maybe when I took out a mortgage, but that was easy. I was, I'll, I'll give you some money every month and let me keep my house. It's, it's but, quite simple, really, isn't it? I, well, that, that is. is yeah. I, 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 I wonder, you know, if it's your bread and butter, and it's, if it's your day job, and exactly. if you are a professional organization overseeing other professional organizations, you would like to think as us in the street that they know what they're doing but yeah, it seems to me that they don't you, you put put a lot of trust in uh, rugby holds itself in high esteem a lot of, with a lot of people in in the country and just to, to see it kicking its own self in the backside with on matters like this it it really does need to happen i mean like you know the, the, they're showing themselves up in fact to be the the the, the, the absolute shower that they didn't want us to believe they are and I guess the other thing is, I mean, you look at all the sponsors in hmm. rugby, and a lot of them are financial institutions. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like, for how much longer are they going to be throwing their like considerable yeah. financial heft behind the shit show? Like, like, you know, principality. Yeah, and they're in. They're in ends the argument. Like, in it, I mean, I have yeah. my mortgage with principality. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast. But it's done now, isn't it? It's out there. So if anyone from Principality <laughs> and Thatchers is listening. We checked in about tonight. Uh, I, got, yeah, I, I yeah. had a few windows lined up as well, but we may leave them till later. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> get that orange flag is only first, yeah. but then, uh, then we'll take like, any windows. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's an embarrassment. I mean, the, mm. the, we, okay, we're not as close to, I suppose we're a bit closer to the the understandings and the ongoings of the RFU and, and what London Irish are going through at the minute. Uh, we may allude to this later on, like, of course, but, um, like, you know, we don't hear it in France. Understandably, France no. is, is a lot different. Like, you know, but, and then, and you don't hear of it in, the only bit you hear of in, in Super Rugby is the fact that they, they're not on the best of money and they disappeared to Japan for a few seasons to top up their wages, which, which is understandable. But, you, you, well, here's, here's a thing, actually. I mean, you know, you talk about players going to France. It's not just the top fourteen anymore. People no. are like going to Pro D Dirk. Yeah, you know, and which is like, uh, how can they get a better deal in in the second division of, of French professional rugby better than they mm. can get in in the the, the shop window in Wales? Well, at, or at even least in England. England. Yeah, exactly. I was just, just going to say in England, but I mean, I think England have, have are in a whole different ball game in a minute. I don't think they're even in a mindset of rugby before they try and sort themselves I mean you know, three of England's stalwart clubs are 
disappearing and they're the only ones we hear of i mean lower down through the you know the 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 annals of the leagues and the, the east the west the north we don't see that we just see what's at the very top um and if the top is falling god knows what's happening in the bottom but like you know just to focus on the three that are gone i mean i think it's pretty much confirmed that the irish have all it's all said and but done kind of thing even, yeah, even, even, that even, does... yeah even with an extension it's just these, the, the, the odd little yeah the odd lifeline is being thrown it'll it'll be interesting is a bit of a morbid word to yeah. use because you know ultimately these are livelihoods yeah but yeah i don't know that a 10 team league no. is going to work in england it, they they need a couple more games a season than that I'd yeah, have thought. where do they come from there's an easy fix to that we've discussed this away from the pod i would you know uh, with all due respect to the teams that have gone i would be so happy for the the welsh teams if uh hmm. we could sort out an anglo welsh yeah. league i mean all right we're not going up to newcastle maybe we are maybe we're not i don't know but I mean, <laughs> if, if, it, if it's one if, if it's once a season to go to the other end of the country fine but if it's week in week out to go to ireland scotland italy and south africa you you know i take newcastle oh god yeah nine times out of ten. Oh hell yeah and it's a good night out apparently <laughs> i i've yeah I've, I've got friends who've lived in newcastle mm. for a little while and yeah apparently it's a great little city to uh yeah, about then. Uh, but, but, right. but to digress, of course. <laughs> yeah, we've 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 gotten a bit of a loop mm, there. Yeah. Uh, so bringing it back to Westgate Street, this this information about the fundings come from the uh, joint supporters group meeting with the WIU, um, in which regional squad sizes were also brought up. Now Nigel Walker has said he wants the traditional regional squad numbers of forty eight to fifty players per squad. To drop to around forty to forty-two. What, what do you what do you make of that? Just as a numbers game. I mean, if you take a look at the Scarlets this season, no end of injuries, and then they're relying. You know, if if their squad sizes are that diminished, they're relying on semi-professional players from. Well, Mitchell if they pull themselves out next, pull pulling themselves out of the league next year, Carmarthen, Flandavri, or. Even further afield. Oh, by the way, league, league champions, Flandavri. We must say congratulations. Yes, but like, I think you, you can only work with a minimum of forty-five. I mean, it's having three players in each position, and that's just sort of moves it. You've got your your starter, your backup, and your and your tertiary. Do yeah, you know what I mean? and I mean, one of the first two probably isn't available all yeah, season, but you due, know, due to international commitments. Yeah, um, you know, the the matters around player welfare, you know having their game time managed for them not by yeah. them which mm, is in the players interest i suppose but like you know if the players feel it's tricky fit, isn't it then uh, is it is it too much um val too much value and interest put on the old gps that we're on the back of the shoulders potentially i mean dar young last season came out and said that he's a big fan of if a player's fit yeah. to play them and give them consistency yeah. But at the same time, I did think then towards the arse end of the season, some of those players were just knackered. I mean, Tamani played a lot of rugby. I mean, if you look at yeah, Cardiff yeah. specifically, I did it. Yeah. I didn't say you did it. Word. You did it. You didn't. You got that. the bell on. Yeah, there's the bell. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, even up to that, uh, which game was it? Was this sale? I mean, Tamani took, took a yeah. bump in the first few minutes. And, you know, he he's, did, he's an absolute he? warrior. He tried to power on. But, you know, not all heroes wear capes and... Cheers, Tamani! You, you've done you, you've done all you can. You, you can't do any more. But is that an accumulation? Long, yeah. is, is that an accumulation of 
of, of, of the season to that point. I mean, you know, Cardiff put themselves on the line, every each and every one of them, mm. the result that was justified at the end. Well, and, yeah. you know, it, it, but it's not just the, the, that kind of game. It's like, you know, you look at the Scarlets and, and all the injuries they've had with the in well into deep into double figures, but yeah. is, is is that a matter of what they're doing in house? Are they doing too much contact, or are they just not weathering the bumps, or not enough contact maybe to sort of be able to weather the bumps? I mean, there's a third option, which is it's all just statistical noise, and hmm. some some seasons you don't get many well, injuries, again, and other seasons you do. Yeah, you know, it's, and, <laughs> it, yeah. it's so hard to quantify and qualify these I mean, things. You, you could have players. Um, been a, a victim of it myself like you know went through 18 years of, of no injuries then picked up a few along the way whether it was a time thing you know, which put me off for a, 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 I, say, I don't want to say a significant amount of time but a, a fair period three months out with a torn ligament and you know six weeks out with a torn calf so like you know and up to that point it was like you know the odd twist angle here and there you know things you can weather within a week kind of thing you know you're, you're back fighting it by by tuesday from saturday yeah. sort of job and man you, you were you heal faster really younger right i oh, remember God, i did yeah. a i did a, i did a hamstring in pre-season once and i, I was fine yeah like not that long yeah like yeah, actually yeah. if if my hamstring went now i probably wouldn't be walking again if i'm 40. <laughs> i did <it> office easier <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, on, on this point, Mikey, uh, Nigel Walker's sort of also said that um, he wants to include more 21 to 23-year-olds in these squads. To me, that sort of hints that he wants the regions to be more of a developmental thing than is a across the, competitive thing. Is that across the board? And if so, what is the point of doing this, this Super 8 league? Yeah, no, apparently there is. A, and that's, actually, that's a really good point I haven't picked up on. Yeah, so we're doing this... Um, Yes, the Super 8s, as you say. Well, if, if they call that's super, exactly yeah, where those... Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly where those so, players should be so it, slotted in. Is, is this Super 8 going to be the effective reset button ready for the season following? Are they going to, is this just going to be some sort of longer game-conditioned pre-season training for yeah. to be dropped in at the heavy old end against Leinster, who are you know firing and to get humbled by closer to treble figures than double figures. It's, it's an interesting because that actually that elite eight thing has gone very really quiet. quiet since March, isn't it? Like I, until you mentioned it, just mm. I completely forgot about the thing. Um, but, but you're right. I mean, looking at that now, looking at these numbers, looking at what Nigel Walker mm. said, looking at what the CF10 Rugby Trust have said. Are there even the players to do regions and elite well, eight? Well, there's, there's, there's not. And like, I mean, if they were relying on the senior players to, but you know, this, the players that have, have retired or gone, you know, we're looking at more most recently, you know, you know Webb, Ali Wynn, Tuprick, Moriarty. Use them as an example, like you know. I don't and if, think... and it, actually, Mike, if, if you go outside internationals, Halaholo, Lilo, yeah. yeah. Our hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a wealth of, of senior internationals in this in 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 this country and, and outside the country representing the regions. Were they are they to be the players that are just there to make up the numbers? Where it would have been the other way around, where the under twenty ones were going to be the players that made up the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So it's uh, what, and, and I mean, most of our best players now are well, they're in France or mm, Japan. Well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, which. I mean, how how does it how does it function? Like you know, I mean, it it, it goes even further to devaluing the the 
the, the cap rule. I mean, is yeah. is twenty five a number anymore? Well, yeah. Should there even be a number? Yeah, now? exactly. Like, I, I, I mean, because I'll, I'll be staring I've... on the barrel of the Fijian gun, where like they pick at anyone from everywhere. But well, possibly, and I, I guess the other thing is if you sort of dovetail all of this stuff in with we'll talk about the retirees later and the sort of exoduses um i don't think that the draw of a welsh cap right no. now is as as um as got as much of a pull factor yeah. as it used to it's like when i think when we were growing up like you know through through throughout our, our youth like in you know if somebody offered us cap we'd bite the bloody hand off whether it's against you know the barbars or be it Japan or Hong Kong or Chinese tapia. Yeah, yeah. Damn straight. But the um the then to build on this, uh again CF ten rugby trust uh pointed out that Cardiff as it stands are gonna have about thirty nine players. Which you know, Walker has then come out with the political answer of, "Well, that'll be monitored closely." But yeah, but great. Okay, mo- monitor the demise. You know, yeah. look, well, look, he's dying. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I'm monitoring it. I mean, you know, players play undercooked as it is. Yeah, I think you know, you read Adam Jones's book and say, "Look," you go along the lines and say, "You know, you you never hundred percent. You you carry in a niggle of sorts somewhere along the line, but you put yourself forward to play." But how 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 often is that going to happen, where that little niggle just chips away, chips away, chip chip chip, chip and becomes something serious? Well, and and some players, the niggle itself puts them off playing. So I mean, like you, you think of Gav, right? Gav hmm. had to get himself a hundred percent to uh to want to get on the yeah. pitch. Otherwise, he just didn't it's think not he it. was up to it. But then yeah, and and I think we forget that it's not just the physical anymore. Much more focus on the. Mental well-being side, and even as as recent as Michael Hooper in Australia, saying that he wasn't in the right mindset to play, and it would be to a detriment of of the Australian team if he were to play. And, and, yeah, and I mean, the, the guy's a hero well, for that. The, yeah, like fair play to yeah, him. Yeah, just going to say exactly the same. Fair play to him for actually standing up and saying, "Look, boys, I'm all right." And is is are we going to see more of that? And there's going to be more focus on the mental health aspect. And our players going to be sidelined for mental fatigue, which is understandable. Quite quite possible. I mean, it ties quite neatly into what we were talking about with um, Biz at the start Mm. of the season, where uh, it's it's so important to be mentally Mm. right. And especially in in a high-pressure environment like pro sports, because... You know, it's it's not just your teammates nope. and your coaches, but man, you're in the public eye. Oh, like of course, people yeah. Are, people are actually acting. These people, yeah. <laughs> and you know, we we we'd love someone to come at us as a podcast, but <laughs> do, you know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, I mean, you you got to have some sort of like outer steel to be able to sort of fend off. I mean, it could just be the one comment that makes or breaks somebody yeah. at I at. You know, Dave the Rave, do you know what I mean? Dave, if that is a real uh, Dave the Rave, apologies. I imagine yeah, he's out there. somewhere. Uh, you know, Dave the Rave comes on and says, oh, "You had a shocker. What's, what are you doing in your life?" What's the uh, the disclaimers? Are uh, all characters mentioned in this yeah. fictional in any relationship to a real? You just take, <laughs> completely coincidental. Take, yeah. take that front page of South Park, is it, or something along them lines? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah or like impersonated body. And, and and Dave the Rave could also say, "You you you played really well today. You may crack on. Have a you, you're having an awesome career." I think, measures, this, like... 
I think this sort of stuff is probably the downfall of Dean Ryan because he loved coming out and criticizing players yeah. in public, and I don't think a lot of his players like that. No, I mean, but Mikey, this is this is all against the backdrop of potential interregional loans as a solution. Where are you on this? It's done happen for me. I mean, take take now, sort of. Let's, let's just call a a young a young centre, for example. You know, twelve is your sort of twelve thirteen year defensive leads. Yeah, your, your, your secondary playmaker. Yeah, yeah. And then you you being shuffled around between the Dragons, Cardiff, Lethley, the Ospreys. I mean, you know all the calls. And, you, you, and but then again, you you get privy to, privy to all the calls. And you know, talking from experience of having seen players come into a club game from outside of your club mm. for a game, it doesn't work. You, no, it it just doesn't because you you, you seem to win different things as to what you're expecting them in that team environment because they'll come in and, and, and fill a gap for, for a game for an hour but it won't work they haven't had enough time to bet in so how does how does we're talking obviously talking in the, in the realms of hypotheticks where a player is dotted a single player is dotted around from region to region to region but even one game I mean you fill in a gap for like I said an hour 80 minutes 20 minutes okay the play is a professional player and you know rugby is very similar across the board when you get to a certain level but, but there's, see, this is the thing, there's still that element I... of, of not being having 100% familiarity with, with what's going on around you plus what happens if you play against the region you come from somebody plays for the Ospreys think... against the Scarlets so it's supposed to be also I disagree with that um, idea maybe that rugby can be quite subtle because like when you get to like the elite level it's subtle differences in versions of playing rugby that often unlock a defense yeah. oh, I agree. or or snuffle out yeah. an, an attack because like yeah broadly speaking there's there's two types of defense right but then the subtle differences mm. between yeah. those types of defense and play individuals um, as well no. and, and we, what we forget on sort of we see rugby on tv people mm. is that often a lot of these partnerships have been playing together yeah since age grade yeah. and, and that's so and that's, just to yeah. say right well, sorry sorry die you're playing with john next week rather than tim you you oh yeah the, the club should fit shouldn't it really yeah but, yeah so I, I i'm not a fan of it i mean it, it blurs the lines it's too blurry as another point well the other thing is then i think cardiff dragons ospreys and scarlets become wales a1 a2 because basically all of those four teams will have to play the same yeah for the players to spot into each other, or, or they or they make it a fact that they split the east and west. You have Cardiff loaning to Newport, Newport Cardiff, and Lethlian Swansea, uh, Scarlet and Osprey's doing, doing logistically. It's it's not a long term oh. solution that you can use week in week out. This is emergencies only, and if they yeah. think that. Like they they have to put a cap in the number of times because like what yeah, you might end yeah. up with is like all those tertiary players you as you put yeah, it yeah. earlier, they could be on a merry-go-round yeah, between yeah, the regions exactly. throughout the entire season, you know? Who, who needs a who needs a centre this week? Who needs a winger this this week? Yeah. Who needs a tight end? And, and, you, and you know it'll be those guys like, uh, let's, let's see, not, not, not to name and shame, but it'll be, okay, so last season, it would have been like a Mason Grady or a Max Cloelan. Yeah. Somebody who isn't quite in the first yeah. team, wants some game yeah. time. And Dragons have lost Steph Hughes. Yeah. So they sent Mason Grady off the Dragons. Yeah. 
I don't know, if he gets the ball in space, he'll score. But yeah, Dragon's defence overall will probably be less organised yeah. and, and so yeah. would their attack. And you know, so let's say he comes on as an absolute stormer. Does does that flatter then the team that player has been loaned out to? Whereas the week after they've got to go back to someone who maybe isn't a hundred percent or isn't as adept, sort of thing. It's, yeah. It doesn't work. It, it really the the, the, the loans just oh, just stop it, Nigel. I don't like it. Stop it. Yeah. Behave. Yeah. Uh, and somebody who definitely won't be going on loan around the regions next year is Tom Francis. Mm. He's off to the Pro D to Provence. I mean, fair play to him, you know. But I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. You know, like it, it seems to be. Oh, it, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey! I've, I've just thought of why you might like it. Go on. Who's this going to give more game time to down at oh, Ospreys? Yeah, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's Welsh squad member. He now. is, to be fair. He's got a reason to mm. stay. But like, I, I, you might see more. But yes, in all seriousness. But like, oh, Francis rankles me a bit because he never started in Wales, picked up to play for Wales due to his heritage, and has only ever played in Wales what, for the last four years. And now as soon as he's had Where the chance, he, he was, wasn't he? And then like, now he's. Jumping out of the country to to go and cash in, understandable. I mean, I think you know, we all understand you know, the nature of professional sport. And it was going to crease his palm with the more silver in it, really. But it's almost like I'm in the bowl now. I can't wait to get back out of the bowl. And yeah, a lot of players I mean... haven't had that, that that privilege not to not to be in the bowl in the first place to see what it's like on the inside. And you go, oh, maybe I don't like this so much anymore. I guess. All other things being equal, right? I, I could have some... I, I'd agree a little bit with your point of view, but I think right now, given how batshit Welsh rugby is, if if Provence came to me and said, well, look, man, it's not going to affect your Wales well, chances. Yeah. We would give you some more money and you get to live in Provence. Yes, yeah. which is... I, and I could see it. Because, because as we said earlier, the, the, that draw of being in Wales right now just it's isn't not there, there yeah. is it? And like I said, if this... Like I said, it doesn't affect his, his cap... Credentials. What what's the pro D do offering in terms of rugby though? I mean, he's gonna be less afraid of hard fuckers the next day we see him in a way of shirt. Well, well of that. yeah, I, I don't I don't know do, what the is, uh... is is it gonna be just him getting you know, just just a physically battering encounter week in, week out, which isn't happening I mean, which it yeah. doesn't happen in the pro in the the, 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 the URC because of how players are managed. Well, I think the other thing, but is like we, in all seriousness, we were just talking about attrition rates. Yeah. Um, the season is typically a bit longer in yeah. France, a little bit harder. They, they, the clubs expect more of their yeah. players week in, week out. Same as with uh, was it Henry Thomas. I mean, you know, mm. Montpellier have just said, right, right, you cut your ties with us to go and chance your arm with Wales. We, we don't want to know anymore. Oh, actually. Um, might we see him at Ospreys then? I mean, well, I, you know, let's not start the rumours well, going. Why not? But... Rumours are always started over a pair of oddly satisfying of... beers. <laughs> yeah, a pair of plonkers at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> there was that game, wasn't there, that um, I think I, I read Alfie's autobiography a few years back and he said that 
one of his Bridgen teammates used to like starting fake rumors oh, yeah. <laughs> and wait for them to get back around. Yeah, to him. <laughs> so, yeah if, if somebody if somebody tells me in the week that uh, uh, what's his name, Henry? Hen- I've got is it Henry, Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Yes, yeah, let's call him is. Henry yeah, Thomas because it sounds all right. Yeah, if Henry Thomas is coming to Ospreys as a straight swap for uh, Tom Francis to France, then uh, yeah, we started that. Yeah, we'll, 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 we're going to own it. In fact, we are. <laughs> now then, uh, I suppose lighter news. Um, Jazz Joyce representing Team GB at the 2023 European Games. They played the Jazz. Yep. No, she she missed the Six Nations uh, as part of the preparations for this. I yeah, great news. Uh, really brilliant to see. Putting you know yourself having a goal, getting a focus, and I think it's quite inspirational to to a lot of younger players. Sort of have a goal, stick it, get teeth stuck into it, and go for it. Blinkers on, rightly or wrongly in some cases, I suppose. If you've got the opportunity at that level to do so, then yeah, great, kick on and and, it, and take what take what you can from all the experiences, all the life lessons. And I think I think at this point she's arguably one of, if not the biggest name yeah. in uh, women's rugby Definitely. in Wales. Uh, she's been a consistent, like even when we weren't great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jazz Joyce has always been you that know, go-to to a get, shining light, get, get the ball yeah. to, and she can do something pretty damn handy with it. And, she, and she's uh, hoping then for a third Olympics in 2024. So, uh, def- yeah, hopefully. It's definitely on the radar. But it's on, isn't it? Mm, of course. Yeah, like if, if she's uninjured, yeah. it's on. And it's on. It's like, you know, again, when available, aside from the seven circuit and the Team GB bits and bobs, again, still one of the first names on the team sheet. Yeah, it's, it's a real shame, actually, we didn't see her in the Six Nations because I, I feel like in many ways, this was a breakout Six Nations for women's rugby, yeah. especially in Wales. Um, yeah, you, I like you. A, that little bit of extra yeah. stardust with Jazz Joyce would have been. I was just going to say, you need all your. I don't want to say names is a bit too sort of belittling, but you need your best of the best out there right now for the, for this watershed season. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, again, I think we've talked about a women's Lions tour mm. uh, previously. Cecilia Tui Pilato, Jazz Joyce. Yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> they'd be there. Right? Yeah, I mean, if, if you you picking a fifteen, I mean. It, it, we are pressed. Maybe two pick a fifteen, but there's certain names on there who's going to be on everyone's fifteen. They're in the rack, yeah, then, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. If not, it's a, it's a um, toss of the coin between player A and player B. And I mean, at that level, at that time in in, in a particular game, you don't lose much with either. But still, there's there's players yeah. that you 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 then they on. And I'd say for the most part, player A will be from England because they're just much better than uh, everyone not, right now, especially yeah, naturally, in naturally, of course. But yes, there's a few player bees knocking about from Wales now. I think to really yeah, be putting their hands up. You, you could argue that that team would be England heavy and, and understandably, you know, the, the professionalism alone. Yeah. But with a sprinkling, a sprinkling of, of, of Wales, a dash of Scotland, and a, and a, and a touch of Ireland. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, what 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 can you make? I mean, Mikey S. Harris recipe for victory. Right there. <laughs> oh, I was just going to allude to some sort of recipe, but beat me to it by half a second. Great stuff. Yeah, that's that's why I don't get paid, right? Uh, we've got some uh, senior Welsh men retirees ahead of the Rugby World Cup. Well, I, I, I've got retirees in my notes, but let's let's walk through it. So, counting themselves out: Alan Wynne Jones, Tipperick, Webb, and Moriarty. And then I've also got Hawkins in this tranche of players, but he's sort of fell afoul of the the cap rule. Mm. What, what are your first thoughts on on those just, five? Just, just to go, we've 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 we've, we've raked over the yeah, Hawkins and goal. we just, don't need to do it again. Just to <laughs> just to just add a bit of credence to it, like it's is it 
my humble opinion, is his own doing. No sympathy. We'll move on. <laughs> put put that rake away. Yeah, oh, it's back in the shed. Get back, back in the shed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Webb. Webb's an interesting one. Webb's never been to a World Cup. This is what surprised yeah. me, man. Like, because I and I remember how yeah. gutted he's been in the past. And like, because he had the whole debacle, similar to Hawkins, mm. actually. Um, the caps and getting some potentially getting some bad advice, yeah. go in, and then there's this whole yeah. contract shenanigans. So he's, I think he missed one through injury or form issues. 2015, I think he got got a bump in, in the last um, warm up game. That was that Italy game where everybody went down, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, because I think Halfpenny went down in that game as well, potentially, mm. and did his knee. Um, so yeah, I mean, so that's uh, yeah, that's that's the I mean, big surprise. Yeah, I think that was... mildly less surprising is Tipperick, but um, still quite surprising. Yes, more surprised, more su- more surprised with with Webb. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, surprising with Tipperick. Yeah, definitely surprising with Tipperick because, like, you know, someone like Tipperick and, and and of course Alan Wynn as well. This was the you know. It, their international swan song. They, they were gonna. We all knew they were gonna bow out after the World Cup at the very latest. But to to do it before, I mean, what's going on? Why would why well, would you as as the senior you know this the three senior players there who hold a. I mean, you can include Moriarty as well, who's ruling himself out moving to France. Okay, he's made peace with it. Blah blah blah. But like you know, do take them four players there. What a wealth of experience! How many, how many caps? How many how have they been relied on by Gatland and, to an extent, Pivac, and then back to Gatland to be those who carry the cap? Yeah, this could be almost um, for it, it's. It surprised me if this wasn't four hundred caps there actually. He's up there because I mean, Alan wins on hundred and seventy. I mean, Tips probably got a hundred. He's up there. I don't know if Webb actually. I think Webb's got less than we Webb's, think. Because Webb's in the thirties, isn't he? Because he yeah. he's had a few games of late. I, I say no more than forty. Let's let's round up and say forty. Just yeah, that, Moriarty's. Get... I think Moriarty hit fifty. Yeah, he's he? definitely around the fifty marks. Was what what we saying? So that's yeah, four hundred caps. Uh, yeah, there or thereabouts. Let's yeah. just give it a figure. And um, <laughs> life's too short for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fingers and thumbs. You could take your socks off to count your toes and everything. But um, yeah, like obviously, right? With with Moriarty, he, he he made his decision and he went. Said, right, I'm off. See you again. Before the squad was announced, mm, interestingly, yeah. which so in many ways he's a trailblazer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a good ring to put to it. Um, where blit the game in that sense then? Yeah, so it's funny because Tips and Al went on the same day, yeah, didn't which they? was <laughs> there was the Tipperick announcement, and then the Al. So the, the weird thing about this is, I, I this is one reason I think the WIU might have been blindsided by this is because if they knew they were both announcing this on the same mm. day, they'd have made a dub. I feel like they'd have made a double announcement. Yeah, um, but is is it taken away a little bit from that? Players and individual, and sort of like having the plaudits of, of his of, of his yeah, peers no, and could be right. peers could and be stuff right. like that as well. Yeah, so I think. But then, why not give it a day, twenty four hours, forty eight, just to let that player have his yeah. have his time. It's Alan Wind day. Yeah. yeah, and then it's tip day tomorrow, and then you know whatever happens. I was expecting a third, right? Because and it really did yeah, feel like you know the same. walls of Jericho were crumbling around us. Yeah, I, I felt like something was wrong mm, in Denmark. Yeah, there. something was seriously up. Like. 
Um, so of those, who who will Wales miss the most? Oh God, I mean, like you know, Webb's resurgent, and he was yeah. for me. He was nailed on at nine to start. If Wales, had... I think this is the big one because yeah, he's of those the one who's pretty much guaranteed yeah. to start. I think. Right now, like Danny Wynn wasn't starting much. No. There was questions about that, and. And we all seen Tubrick's um, trip against. Was it Georgia? Was it Georgia? Uh, yeah. Well, he, he earned the name Tripurek last season. But I can't yeah. remember which he, game was the trippy game, but he, yes. he didn't look right in himself to be in the headspace of international mm. rugby. So, I mean, maybe the writing was on the wall from then. But, like, but, but in, in terms of the question, were they going to miss most? Equal in different measures or different sort of thing. I mean, uh, for me, for me, it's Webb because we've got less world class depth at nine. Now, if, for example, your uh, Will Rowlands yeah. had made it into the squad, maybe I'd be saying Alan Wynn because he's yeah. that gnarly big boy yeah. in the second row. And I know, uh, I know a lot of people are not going to like this, but Coriel is there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then. With regards to tips, I mean, two years ago he would have been nailed on seven, but now, I mean, with with, with that as well, I mean, I think we we've forgotten Navidi as well. Oh Christ! Yeah, apologies shit. to bring that back up. Uh, like, but yes. you know, I think if we if Navidi was was still in in contention, the 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 hit of Tuprik would be less. You could you could fill in the Tuprik gap with a Navidi, different kind of player, yeah. but no less effective. In his in his in his main job, and and there there are the back rowers around as well. Like you 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 got your Falatau is well. I was going to say actually, shall I shall I read out the list of yeah. uh, back rowers who, who remain? Yeah. So we got Basham, Falatau, Lydia, McLeod, Morgan, Raffle, Wainwright, and maybe Christians are depending on whether they see him as a lock or a back rower. Mm. I mean, I think there's there's some there which are up there, and some that are not mm. quite there yet. I mean, our, our sevens looking at this are Raffle, Basham, yeah. and Morgan, depending on where they see him at the moment. Morgan was complimenting Tuprick rather well with the Ospreys. Yeah, by the end of it, he mm. was, wasn't he? But with, with yeah. that combination of Morgan Morris in the back row as well, each, each yeah. doing their own job really well, but complimenting each other really well as well. I mean, like, mm. you know, you, you need a six, seven, eight working together in a, oh, in, I mean, in a sense I mean like back, back Delalio and Hill just chucking up or, there, like. or, even, or even when Wales um, have been playing their best in the last couple yeah. of decades it's been when we've had a balanced like back road like, like Wolfden at 7 Lydia at 6 Falatau at 8 I mean yeah. everyone doing Lydia's over the ball uh, Wolfden's over the ball Lydia's chopping them for fun and Falatau's off the back of the, the scrum going backwards going forwards well this yeah and i mean at that point in time and space where the laws were what they mm, were yeah rugby was what it was those three were everything yeah. you wanted in the background at that time you know yeah. wheels were topping the world league for like what is it three hours two minutes and 46 seconds whatever it was great great three hours yeah um you know you'd be hard pressed to find on their day a more complete back row yeah yeah so, would they all have made it? I think so. Okay. 
And finally, are we going to call anyone up? So people are already saying Blacker for web. Yeah. I, um, I feel like we've probably got to call up a scrum half because yes. I think that leaves us with, well, it leaves us with three scrum halves, Davis, Hardy, and Williams, right. which ain't shabby. No, but, but I think just for that, not to get too, because you take a three scrum halves to a World Cup. Yeah. Having a fourth keeps us the other three. Having four scrum halves makes you gets you all and gets them all on their toes I mean yeah. where, where there's an option of taking you've got to take three players like like two, like hooker like nine like ten arguable other positions but you know fill in players with secondary positions etc blah 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 um, yeah. I think you've got to have four in your training squad just to make sure you're picking the best three I mean Blacker could come in I mean let's talk hypothetics Blacker could come in and you know, Gareth Davis could 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 feel a scythe. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, totally. You know, I think I feel a player like Blacker, a good Ponty boy, to the core, <laughs> um, <laughs> will will take his chance. You know, he's been put in yeah. that environment to to be proved otherwise. And yeah, yeah. You know, if you're in, you, you're not on the outside, and when you're in, you you you've got a chance. I mean, you yeah, your hat is in the ring and. Dennis Fitt. Little, yeah. little bit of luck, little so bit of we've got our, well, we had our original 54-man Rugby World Cup training camp. That was due to be trimmed to 45 before Switzerland. Uh, three players have counted themselves out of that squad. And ahead of this trimming, the WRU have come out and shit-canned Kare publicly and gone in hard on the reasons why, saying he's just not met his fitness targets. Now, I, I've just got to say before I ask you any mm-hmm. questions here, Mikey, for fuck's sake, like, I mean, amongst the yeah. backdrop of misogyny and bullying and every, yeah. and the fact that they were going to cut the squad anyway, yeah. why, why the hell yeah, have why they now? done this yeah. to an individual yeah. and given the fucking reasons? Yeah. Like they did yeah. yesterday. It's, it's shit brains. horrible being on the receiving end of being that person I've seen it, you've seen it, and it's, it's all over social media, and like you know, yeah. what worst place? And I, I think it was uh, reading one of the uh, media outlets saying um, how Wales's um, social media outputs have been have been put. It's all quite nice. All the, the outputs, all about the, the World Cup. It's like you know, very, yeah. very, um, very, very French stylistic. In, in, in yeah, no, the, the graphic design is a great job. That's the word I was looking for. And it's like, oh yeah, oh la la, we we yeah, we have released Reese Le Carré due to his lack oh, of fitness, it. and he's yeah. a bit fat, which is yeah. totally unfair on the player. I mean, there's ways well, to handle the it. In three weeks' hmm. time, or some or similar, they were going to say the following yep. 10 players have been dropped yeah thanks for your efforts and if we need you we'll give you a shot yeah i, I, I don't, don't get it it's, it's bob bob no less than barbaric really i mean no uh, if the coaching staff want to put the ownership back on the players that doesn't need to be put out there i mean and players feel bad if it is because yeah. think think about this now anyone who comes up against kari yeah. oh, in any yeah. game the ammunition they've yeah. got it's, it's been put there from um and i'm not sure if, if that's something that's been thought about i mean you know we we, we we're aware of a gatland of old yeah we we we're familiar with how gatland's conducted his business with wheels and 
they seem like a, I mean, of course you can't put Gatland to 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 blame. Maybe I don't know, but it seems to be a different message coming from a different coaching group. I mean, well, look, if if what what might have happened is right, Gatland's briefed the Welsh rugby and said, look, we're dropping Kari. He's not met his fitness targets. Um, the WIU then have made a decision. Yeah to make that public and make the reasons public. I don't think Gatlin was like, you've got to say, yeah, fuck him. You know, um, that might be the reason why, mm-hmm. but some, somebody else, I think in the W has, has said, yeah. like send tweet, click. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and like you said, sort of in this, this time where the misogyny and the, the, the racism and the phobias and all, and all, and all that. Well, and, out. and the bullying. Yeah, like, but, <laughs> just... I, mean, I mean, that's top of the pops. Like, yeah. Yeah, somebody should have been. Well, hang on now. Like, do we really want to put this out there, considering where we've just what we've just been through? Yeah. Do we want to put, now, put another knife in our own backs, kind of thing. I know that uh, earlier we were talking about how sometimes the GPS and the stats don't tell the whole story, but in spite of these concerns about Kare that the WRU have made public, the Welsh Regional Rugby Appreciation Podcast or the Rap Podcast great bunch of uh, podders by the way um if for some reason you're listening to us and not them thanks jump on jump onto them that's very, that's very <laughs> well <much. laughs> i suppose thanks but also please for cried out loud give those guys a listen they put together a stat comparison for the urc season for the whale squad loose heads so that's domachowski thomas matthias smith and Kare. and on tries mm. try assists tackles clean breaks meters made, turnovers, offloads, um, and height and weight, Kare is winning on all all counts. Yeah. He some of them some of them con- some of them we don't want to be winning though. No no no, no. well hang on yeah. now. Scrum penalties conceded mm. to be fair he is in joint second place with Domachowski. Yeah. Behind Nicky uh, Smith, isn't it? Uh Yes, who isn't in the squad at all and never was, as far as I'm yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's in. Nicky Smith's in. Oh, they took Smith today. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like I was outraged about that, but maybe I write I misremembered something. And the the only other thing, uh, Smith, well, anyone has oh, the only other good thing that people are beating him on is carries. Smith has, you know, a few more carries, but it's, you know, sixty one versus sixty four or something. Yeah, Don Chopsky done well for breaks and carries as well, haven't he? Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> no, we've we've been loving Donna, but. Yeah, I mean, so you know, going back to what you're saying, sometimes the stats don't paint the whole picture. But, but... but if we can go back to that seal game, yeah, let's have see what happened after after about 55 minutes. Hmm. What happened? I can't remember. I was I was giddy with excitement. He was very giddy with excitement. I remember what happened. <laughs> you tell it. You tell the listeners. That's a front rower, myself, and um, not of any great note. I'll be honest. But you can you can see what's going on. Whoa, no, whoa, no. Seconds, Captain, for how many seasons? <laughs> we look past that. I mean, it's not about me, Reese. It's not about me. <laughs> um, there was a significant difference in the scrum when Dombachowski and Azarati went off. And you can't obviously blame just Carrie. Dylan Lewis came on as well. But maybe Carrie's not a player that comes on. Maybe Carrie's a starter. However, I mean, you look back to when Carrie got subbed off. Um, before the half, um, when he was conceding penalties in a Wales game, 
in the scrum. I mean, that was yeah. a significant that that point, that absolute minute in that position in the field, that time of the game. Wheels were never going to win that game. You could have mm-hmm. left carry uh, carry on for that another minute and a half, and done it behind closed doors kind of thing. I'm probably my half time. Nobody says anything more. Just replaced. As as when you watch him, you you would have kind of made join the dots yourself. But I think there's an you element. Know what, actually, actually, Mikey? I, I'm not sure if if Carrie is the highest performers on that stage. Well, the example you gave there is kind of like a microcosm mm. of, of what's happened yeah. this week, where it's, you know, it's a couple of minutes before halftime yeah. where he mm. comes to talking absolutely. point rather than... Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, if at the the trim before the Switzerland camp, the WRU would just quietly shit-canned Kari along with nine others, yeah, you know, I might be, as a Cardiff fan, be like, oh, I think Kari's better than whoever's yeah. left. But ultimately... I know that the coaches have seen them, so yeah. all right, that's the decision. Fine, let's move on. It's the way they've done it. Yeah, it's, and going back to that, that 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 game scenario. I mean, what do you do for the worst? Like you know, you you watch that player run the, the sixty meters it is from the other side of the pitch, clapping his buddy's hand coming on to 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 to, to no real effort for that minute and a half that was left of the game or whatever it was. But yeah. like, it's it's not. It wouldn't be the. There's obviously this reason why coaches do what they do when they do it. But you, I think there's there's certainly more to think about. I mean, Reese Carey knew he was under the pump, absolutely bloody knew it, and there's nothing he could do about it. Yeah. The only thing he yeah. could do was, you know, you could have had a nod from the water boys to say, mm, "Go on, but take a knee. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. bring you off," yeah. sort of sure. thing, which would have been worse. Worse in some senses, mm. maybe because you know, as a as a player, you never want to be told to go down feign an injury. And let's be honest, it bloody happens everywhere. You, you'd be naive to think if it doesn't it does. happen yeah. on the international stage with Mate, all the cameras. I, I was playing touch rugby. I was playing touch rugby last night, and uh, you know, I was doing a couple of little little <laughs> lunges just to you know loosen up the legs before kickoff happened again. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, oh, we all take the best. It's but... a bit stiff, boy. Where's the where's, where's, where's the deep spray? Quick, it does yeah, bugger all. I, Everyone knows it. I, I think we agree that. Uh, that the way it happened yeah. was wrong. Yeah, of course, now absolutely. That, so this means there's, by the sounds, there are about five more players to get rid of before the Switzerland yep. cut, uh, at which point the squad will be 45. Now, I don't expect you to remember the whole squad. Cheers. Um, do you want me to blast yeah, through it? Yeah, a bit of fun. So that you can try and... Okay, you've got... Five players to say no to, okay. right? So five of these aren't making the cut. Yep. So you use your nose sparingly mm. because you know there's a lot of players. So don't don't front load with the yeah, nose, yeah. okay? Right, Corey Domachowski, is he staying? Yeah. Okay, Kemsley Mathias. I think he stays for the minute. Okay, Nicky Smith. Yeah. Gareth Thomas. Yeah. Elliot D. Yeah. Ryan Elias. No. Okay, he's your first no, Ryan Elias. Uh, Dewey Lake. Oh, yeah, flat out staying. Captain. No, Ali Ken Wins gone. Wins. Ken, yeah, staying. Kieran Asarati. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tom Francis. Yeah. Will Davis King. Staying for now. Interesting. Dylan Lewis. 
oh, he's a bit of a carry for me, but mm, I'm being cautious. I've already sent two players home, haven't I? No, you've only sent one home. You've only sent Ryan Lyers home. Yeah. Oh, let's send Dylan home. You're sending Dylan yeah. home. Okay. Henry Thomas. We don't know enough about him. Adam Beard. Stay in. Ben Carter. <laughs> stay in. <laughs> Reese Davis. Yeah, stay in. Corey Hill. Stay in. Dav Jenkins. Uh, he's staying. Oh, I'll just twist my arm just for a minute. Yeah, he's staying. Uh, Alan already gone. Will Rowland. Staying. Christian's there. Staying. Teddy Williams. Going. Okay. That's your third no. Ooh, bloody gone. hellfire. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight forwards left, and then 23 backs. Okay? I say the, the forwards of the rest of the forwards are staying. Move on. <laughs> well, hang on. <laughs> hang right, on, okay. there, Mikey. <laughs> Tane Basham. Yeah. Toby Farto. Yeah. Dan Lillard. Yeah. Josh McLeod. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, 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 he's, no, going. No, he's, he's, he's going. Yeah. I'm going to say, you can, what we'll do, right? You can say no to more than five yeah, players, then, and then we'll yeah, reveal yeah, the right, no's. Yeah, okay. Jack Morgan. Stan. Tonner Evel. Ooh. Tommy Rowe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay. Uh, and Aaron Wainwright. Yeah, stay. Okay, into the backs. Gareth Davis. Yeah. Hardy. Yeah. Thomas yeah. Williams. If Dean Black, are, well, if they call Dean Black, yeah, they're going to gotta keep him. Like, we'll, we'll have a think about yeah. that at a later time. Gareth Anscombe. Yeah. Dan Bigger. Yeah. Sam Costello. If it's right what they say about him, then yeah. Stay in? Yeah. Owen Williams? Yeah. Mason Grady? Yes. Max Llewellyn? I think so. I think Gatton's going to like him, yeah. Mm. George North? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Joe Roberts, uncapped? I like the look of Joe Roberts. Okay. Nick, T- don't even ask. Nick move, Tolkien. Pa- move on. Nick, That's my number Nick, five, Nick, right? You know, you know what I'm gonna Nick say. He's got, he, he should have never wrapped. You put a no in there, okay? okay. With an exclamation mark. I, 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 I have noted that, as you know, yeah. a lot. Okay, just just for the listeners, I've put Nick Tompkins down as Mikey's no. Yeah. So there is five no's now, but you you can't yeah. use more for the first first round. And I think I've only got to sort of play with four really in it. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Williams. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been doing alright of late. Now, another centre I know you despise. Uh, Kieran Williams of the Ospreys on cap. Make him, make him captain. <laughs> make him captain. Um, Josh Adams? Yeah, oh, definitely. Alex Cuthbert? <laughs> um, he does things for Gatland. I don't know what he, he does. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. So you think Gatland's going to keep him? I think if it's a toss-up between sort of him or... Like a another, then mm. I think Gatlin will say, "Oh, you got you got a cash in the bag." Like, fair enough. Rio Dyer staying. Kai Evans. Apologies, bless you. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't see it. 
Uh, Lee Halfpenny. Let's see if he retires first. <laughs> yeah, I think as it stands, he's he's one of those senior players we probably need now just to you know, cool heads, yeah. Wise, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think at this point, based on the retirees, he is our second most capped player yeah. behind George, is it? George North. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Zamet. Stay in. Tom Rogers. Oh, no. Hmm. All right, and finally, uh, Liam Williams. Again, he could he could rule himself out. I mean, you could say right. Yeah, but he, he he's if he's available, then he's he's playing, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Right, so you've you've used one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. So you need to keep, keep two. two of the keep two of the following in your squad, right? Okay, ready for this. Like, oh, no. Ryan, Ryan Elias. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah, got to keep two. Yes, yeah, so you got to keep two. Ryan Elias, Dylan Lewis, Teddy Williams, Josh McLeod, Nick Tompkins, Kai Evans, Tom Rogers. Oh my god! Hmm. <laughs> we scratching here. We um, now, if if you are my if you are my help, you which I'm not saying you do. Um, keeping Dylan. Right. Got... Keep it. Keeping Dylan. Just well, let's have a look. Just Asarati Francis. So, so we've got four tight yeah. ends. If we keep Dylan, is what I'm going to say. There's, there's there's some positions there which are oversubscribed. Yeah, this is hard. Mm. Okay, so you, you're you're keeping Dylan. Yeah. Okay, uh, and you got one other to shit can. Oh, sorry, one other to save. Yeah. Um... I'll be honest, I'm edging towards Kai Evans. <laughs> just on, I mean... on, on, on the basis that he's been identified as not just a fullback, but a 10 cover as well. All right. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we call this Mikey's, uh, Mikey's Mad World tonight. Yeah. And cheers. Like that. The, the, the five who are off are Ryan Elias, Teddy Williams, Josh McLeod, Nick Tompkins, and Tom Rogers. Four of the five I could quite happily say I was right on. I, I feel like you're going to be right on Tom Rogers, Josh McLeod, Teddy Williams. Mm. I I think Elias is, it'll prob. Elias is the sorry is the weaker of the rugby playing hookers there. Yeah, so there's four hookers there. Yeah, so I, I can I can see Elias. Sorry, is it one, two, three? Yeah, so I can see Elias or D going. Yeah, and I mean if you toss on the coin, it's going to be unlucky for whichever. It's D or Elias, but I think mm-hmm. after Elias's, you know, absolute barbaric attempt to trying to bring him out, bring them all down on the line, mm-hmm. you don't come back from that. In 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 my humble opinion, other opinions are available, and I am yeah. not the best rugby brain on this planet. I'll I'll, I'll succumb to that. But, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I think you know when when you when you commit an offence such as that. You, there isn't any coming back from it. I mean, he knew exactly what yeah. he was doing when he was doing it, in the position at the time, which yeah. which which you know didn't didn't disrupt an Australia comeback. I I feel like he's probably got to get rid of one of the one, two, three, four, five tight yeah. heads myself. Yeah, it's um, it, it, and for me, it's between Aserati, Davis yeah. King, or Thomas. Uh, but Christ, it's hard to say. Will Davis King is a beast. He's a he's a he's a mighty hefty block. I remember saying to you a yeah. couple of seasons back, like we, we're gonna have to look out for this guy because he is he's yeah. a big old boy. And then Dylan Lewis is a twenty minute player. 
Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's not. A... Good, but then, but Gatlin seems to start. Yeah, is the but other thing. I, I don't know why. But his, his best, <laughs> his best rugby has come off the bench. But he's that. I think we've seen him all about. I think he's the type of player who needs more than twenty minutes to get into it. He'll take twenty minutes to yeah, get into uh, it. He'll have yeah. a good spell. But if Brony being able to have him come on for twenty minutes at the end of a match isn't. Do, he needs to be on the treadmill for twenty minutes before that, and it in bags for twenty minutes before that. Just to sort yeah. of get in, into it, but yeah, a tight as we got to go. And to look at it again, it's probably going to be Will Davis King, realistically, yeah. because like you know, you, you can't look at Henry Thomas as an, as not an international. You just haven't worn a red jersey yet. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I keep forgetting that because I've got him down as uncapped on my list. Yeah. But of course, he isn't. He's, 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 he's played, played prof on, for fucking England. On paper, yeah. he got caps. <laughs> it's just not <laughs> the right paper. Just not my piece yeah. of paper. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's. Um, I think that's that little segment. Mm. We love a list on this. Uh, mm. This is how we all started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, we, Christ, Mikey, it's an hour in, and we're yeah. still doing bits of news. I know. So, should we? Before we talk about the Barbarians game, um, we've got three little bits of news left mm. to go. So, I'm just going to thumbs up or thumbs down on these, okay. right? Summer tests against England and South Africa will be on Amazon Prime. They have been before, so it's not a new thing. And so it's, it's, okay. a, it's a money, it's a money thing. I mean, you yeah, can't argue fine. against it because there's no point. It's already been decided, but it's disappointing that it has to go behind the paywall. But yeah, it I, has I to. agree. Like it's, it's pro sports mm. needs to make money. It's in the shit. Yeah, bring on the cash. Uh, Robin Soden Taylor for Wales. I actually know you got a few words to say just, on just, this. Uh, one, one or two. Yeah. Um, Great appointment, I think. Um, he, former Cardiff and Dragons player, Wales caps, mm. so he knows the crack within the team, within the setup. Um, would have probably played alongside Hugh Bennett, who was the, who's involved in the SNC. Is I, I. Can you? Hear can that? you hear that? <laughs> there's a, there's a, a, I feel like there's a moped went past my house. <laughs> about eight mile an hour. Yeah. <laughs> that that. That was Will Davis King on his moped coming to tell us off. <laughs> Hang on, Will, you, you've just missed the turn in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Nelson's that way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think um, and you know, I had the privilege of being coached with SNC in in mm. uh, by Robertson Taylor. Great bit specifically for rugby. And the 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 leaps and bounds I, I personally made on um yeah. on his course of training was was fantastic like and of course you know they were already going to be conditioned to a degree but i think that extra edge and it was it was a little things is the, the minutiae of the training kind of thing and sort of the approach may may turn a few heads and sort of make make certain players think a little bit different about their personal goals so um yeah i think it's a, it's a real real good appointment yeah like from what little i know i mean he was playing for cardiff a little bit before i was interested really in regional rugby yeah. But from what I can gather since, he is really well thought of amongst the, the players yeah. it, it, for his fitness yeah. and his fitness and, um, work. I think he's got a, a high high degree of, of, of knowledge around the SNC stuff and um, it's perfect for a player like that and, and, and a, mm. a career to forge there after playing days. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited for that. Mm. Yeah. And, and another one for you, Mikey. Uh, 20 years since the demise of the Celtic oh, Warriors. It still cuts deep. The scars are still there. And uh, no, no no plaster will ever will ever heal that wound. Um, what could have been? Didn't it? I mean, what could have been? Uh, it, it, it's it's mused about sort of the uh, 
the squad they had at the time and how mm. you know they say it because we can because we don't know any different they could have been the first team in Wales to bring back the Ellinger Cup those uh yeah the, the commentators on Sky Sports it wouldn't have been those um those European nights at Thoburn Park no <laughs> even yeah, the European nights in Sardis Road Sardis Road House of Pain House of Pain House of Pain depending on uh, which way the wind leave us leave us gap in the car park boys because that's where it's staying which car park around is a few important years? Uh... Oh, no, the one just before you get the one just after Sardis Road, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> the Sardis, Sardis Road car park in dark, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what you do if if you were smart is you'd park your car on Trafaris Park and ride it and then train. Ah, I, I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, a bit of off street parking up the road. Ah, maybe. right. There we are then. <laughs> Right. At an unprecedented 64 minutes into the podcast, we're going to talk about recent rugby. Normally, we've done this yeah. after half an hour. There's, there's, there's been a lot to digest, wasn't there? Like, you know, these few weeks we've had, um, that we've had off, which we've been, yeah. been, been, been I nice. felt re-energised, though. Mm, I, I, yeah, I felt definitely. a bit like, you know what, I, 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 by the end of last season, I was a bit like, oh, yeah. bollocks, this. Like, rugby's rugby, hard work. Yeah. But if any, any shows, like, you know, we're an hour and four in, and mm. we, like you know, it's taken that long to get to get through a bit, like... Well, neat little segue. I think part of the reason I'm re-energized is just because of how much fun Wednesday oh was. Oh my god! Yeah, well, what, a, what a great night! What a great spectacle! And it was, wasn't I mean, it? It's a lot of contributing factors. All right, yes, it was the draw of the legend of Alan Wynn. putting on two jerseys in one night. What a what a man! Yeah, and um, sellout in St Helens yes. could have probably sold half again. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, do you know what? I was surprised actually. I mean, you know, I I follow a bunch of rugby clubs because the podcast follows all the mm-hmm. rugby clubs in Wales. It does. Um, if we've missed you, I'm sorry. Please get in mm-hmm. touch. But I feel like I've got you all. Um, I didn't see a lot of advertising apart from a few Swansea fans and Swansea itself. And I, I, yeah, I feel like with some better marketing. Yeah, I think the Ospreys were running it a bit sort of on their Facebook page. Mm. Um, mm. Nothing, nothing on the telly, like, was it? You know, but then, mm-hmm. like, you look at the, look at the, the bar pass squad. I mean, yeah. it, it, it yeah. wasn't what played against the World 15 on the, the Sunday before. Oh, God, no, it, it was. Um, Ealing Cardiff, was it? Yeah. So you, know, you know, you got your your Steve Shinglers and uh, and your Lloyd, uh, your Lloyd Williams was, and, 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 and I found it was very 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 blues stroke Cardiff heavy. <laughs> Blue stroke Cardiff, due to the John Mel- Melville factor. Well, I, I thought you were going to say Ray Lilo, who uh, who did actually at one point play for the Blues of New Zealand, of course. <laughs> I mean, let's let's talk Auckland then. Let's let's take it down south. <laughs> but, like, but yeah, I mean, I tell you what um, staggered me. So as you said, like the, this Barbar squad, apart from Alan Wynn, yeah. Dan Lydiot, Bradley Davis, Billy Twelve Trees. Mm. Um, I, I think he's a staple mind amongst Barbar's games. I feel. Yeah, but but, but sorry, what what I was going to say is, I think apart from mm. those, it was a very. Um, regional yeah. stroke second I think tier so. yeah. pro rugby team but the difference man between those yeah. athletes and the athletes playing for Swansea I mean no disrespect no, no, to Swansea they put up a hell of a fight and to, put, to stick 30 on that Barbar's team was, was very impressive and the tries but they took as well see, 
the size of the yeah. forwards it, when they were packing down. It was it was something to behold. It, it, it was like you know it's it is chalk and cheese. Like and then they got they got them guys. They still got their jobs. They do it for fun. They train in. Oh, they, they train in twice a week, like like any other club. Do you know what I mean? And you know they they're doing the extras on their own because they it's it's, it's a requirement of that league. I mean, lower down you can get away with training twice a week and not having to do much else. Yeah, other than for yeah. your own personal well-being. But like I said, you know, I was disappointed with the fact that you know they didn't scrummage. They was passive from the outset. But like you said, given given the, the the difference in heft between Swansea and the Barbarians, it, it was only going to go one way, and it becomes dangerous then. Yeah, oh, man, I I, I got to say, just a few things sort of like just watching the Barbars, man. Um, Taichi Takahashi, man, he was so rapid, so hungry yeah, for work, unbelievable. What a like I I that, he was a joy to watch, like he was he's flying, but but also. Somebody went under the radar a bit in the build-up. Was damn fucking idiot. He's a, he's still in the Wales mm, squad, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and he's just you know, like, and he just looked effortless yeah. amongst uh, that company. And right, maybe maybe it was something to do with the opposition as well. Maybe the level. Oh, of, of course, of course. Yeah. But but yeah, you know, think think about the rest of his team, mm, right? Apart from the, the superstars we've talked about. He had no right looking so at ease. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you in the company we're in, yeah. And I, I just just the whole thing, man. I mean, like it was a sunny day. Yeah. Uh, there was a little carnival on site. The the comment, the um, the pitch side announcer yeah. was getting into the fud. He was, uh, it was a bit... shouting at the ref from time to time. <laughs> it, was, it was it was a game night. You could have ref. Let's be, let's 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 be honest. Do you know what I mean? That would have been fun. Good with that I mean, ben, we did we did have Ben Whitehouse, which which was nice. Yeah. I mean... uh, could could you pick out a, a favorite moment if you had to? <laughs> um... It was it was because I've got one, but... one particular try. You think the um the barbells want to score, and I forget the guy's name, but the Swansea eleven had backtracked so well, and he defended like a like a lion. And he'd, I think this is just test with sort of the difference in rugby. Like the Swansea guy, he was the, the last last line defence. He got across, made his tackle, and of course Barbar's player just falls on his back, yes. pops up to another Barbar's player. And, and the yeah, the entire crowd cheered the tackle, yeah, didn't and they? It's like oh, it's like the, oh, there's another one. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know if if it was the guy wearing eleven, that's, yeah, that's him. on the team sheet is Matthew Jenkins. Well done, Matthew Jenkins. Yeah, I think it's important important to mm-hmm, absolutely chuck the names out there. Yeah, that that was that was, I, I yes, you've jogged my memory there. That that was brilliant. For me, it was um, Alan Wynn getting his own back at Bradley Davis. <laughs> so, as we all know, Alan Wynn had some unsuccessful conversion attempts for the Barbars last week. He did. Um, so, now then, apparently, Bradley Davis played age grade fly half for Clantrism. Did he? Which might explain why he did try to take some conversions <laughs> for the Barbars towards the end. But when he did, Alan Wynn, of course, didn't want Bradley. Scoring mm. these <laughs> was shaking no. the fucking post. <laughs> I thought it was on, but then uh, Bradley almost, without thinking about it, almost nailed one from the touchline. Yeah, did you see I that? did, yeah, yeah. Which I was just astonished by. It's like my second favorite piece of uh, Bradley Davis shithousery that was. Because the, the funny thing was, um, Stephen Shingler had actually placed mm, the ball on yeah. the tee ready, and <laughs> Bradley just like, no, yeah, I'm gonna that, I got this, I got this. I'll back you later as well. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing though, man, like it does, um, it makes me appreciate 
the sort of god the sort of the two sides of the coin of for rugby like yeah. the serious and the, and the fun because yeah. this wouldn't be anywhere near as fun if rugby wasn't so serious the rest yeah. of the time yeah. that makes sense. It's like even from that barbas and world 15 game the the couple of days previously we're chucking it about like it's mm-hmm. like how you how how rugby should be played like i don't know if you could do it every week though see I, like i, I don't know, know if it'd be I, I don't know if it'd still be fun you'd find new things to do wouldn't you there's a mm. I think there's, there's a, a finite amount of like skills at, at, at your disposal. You know, you you kick, you pass, you 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 hand off, you carry blood, you tackle, uh, and, and and the rest of it. Like, but but when you got a chance to throw off the shackles, I mean, like, why not try an NFL pass? Oh yeah, totally. I mean? Like, like, like Lua did a few years ago, like and he threw it 50 meters infield from a from a lineout. This is this is the, it's the sort of thing where like, if it's a competitive match and the, both teams want to beat each yeah. other. You, you don't no. do the... It's not even 50-50. No, no. Like, a lot of this is 25-35. You don't do the 25-35 no, stuff because you're just going to give the other team the, the ball. Yeah. But when the result doesn't matter... Yeah, why not? Like, I mean, I think... I think I don't want to say Swansea are disrupt. They obviously have put on a bloody good show and they give a very good account of themselves, being in for 30 points. I, I think that the, the best praise we can give Swansea is they played for the occasion. Yes, absolutely. They didn't... Succumb to it. They, they they went all out and said, right, let's let's have a bloody go. This well, why not? In it, yeah. I I I don't I don't actually think they necessarily thought we might win this. I thought they were like, oh, let's yeah. just fucking have some fun and play into the spirit yeah. of what this fixture is. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's the 150th anniversary, mm. and we're playing the Barbarians, and Alan Wynn is leading us out to the second half. <laughs> I did enjoy that he didn't change his shorts. Yeah, yeah, or socks. Yeah, yeah. It was like. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, he's all committed to this cause, is he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. I, uh, I tell you what, I think, uh, I think it was Hanel Dirksen scored an amazing try up the left wing towards the end as well. He was, if, if it was Han, like again, whoever it was is wearing a scrum cap, and I think the team sheets weren't entirely yeah. accurate. Uh, Ray Lilo wasn't wearing a number, there was yeah. a 13. Um, so and like from where we were standing it was hard to see everything yeah but what an atmosphere what, what a fun yeah fun afternoon and i think rugby's in wales have forgotten that how fun an afternoon out an evening out at your local premiership club site can be i mean like like we were, like oh, we were right. ch- chatting through the boys that we were with like uh and saying like you know how, how, how... yes and actually big big shout out to those guys yeah. they were uh bloody good very complimentary of this this Whatever this is, <laughs> some, some avid listeners there, no doubt. Like, um, yeah. but like, yeah, like, okay, let's let's tick off the things that that, that, that made it a better night. The, the, the game itself, 150th anniversary, Allingwin, the Barbars, the weather, Bradley Davis, Bradley Davis, yeah, we, just a bit of an overshadow there. Yeah, and like Bradley Davis's last game as well. So there was a lot of things that meant it was going to be a great night, whatever. Mm. However, put put, oh. put that in November. Oh, put that in on, on a Wednesday it. in November yeah. when it's wet, when it's cold. Yeah. You've got three men and his dog, right? Yeah. Do you know, I, 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 I have no disrespect, but there there were a lot of reasons why that was a six thousand and six thousand two hundred and thirty-one or whatever it was yeah. attendance. I mean, you can't rely on that every other week. No, no. Even if like I, I, even if the Ospreys did chuck it around the Knoll, St Helens, the Brewery Field, Aberavon, 
like and I I see some other other commentators on 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 uh, Twitter saying six thousand crowd is is what the Ospreys get on a regular Saturday Sunday Friday yeah yeah, yeah. so there's there's more change there but I think what what it, what it brings out is it's like you're not asking the same six thousand people to shell out their pockets each week not the, not the, was, not I, that it is though. I was going to say the exact same mm. thing in in a slightly different yeah. way. Um, yeah, the question was going to be how many unique customers mm. pay for a ticket at one of the regions each year. Yeah. So, you know, you get attendances of 7,000, 6,000, 8,000. Throughout the season, though, how many different people yeah. went through the two and stuff? And I think the key is getting those everybody yeah. through every week. So, see, there could be a a sort of uh, a circular of 10,000. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? You've had 10,000 yeah. different people through the gates over 14 weeks, like. And I think scheduling yeah. is a big part of this because if you could set your watch to, for me, a Cardiff mm. game, right? Um, you know, I've got my season ticket, yeah. so I think whether I go or not, I'm in the attendance. Yeah. I, I didn't miss a game this season, by the way. <laughs> um, but if it was half past two every yeah. Saturday, say, or, or a other time, you could just pop it in your diary, that's, and yeah. that's it. You you clear that yep. two hour block, and it's easy. But like Jesus Christ, man! I mean, December will come, and I won't know what day Cardiff played on in March because there hasn't been decided yeah, yet, which doesn't help. You, no. you, like I said, you, like you, the, the rugby is spread over a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, isn't it? I mean, which yeah. and it's always in the evenings. And it's not. I mean, Fridays are great for everyone because you're not the, the, those who play on a Saturday are not playing on the Friday night. They may be sometimes in the odd game here or there, picking up the end of the season. But like Friday nights are pretty free. Saturday evenings, the early the earlier kickoff at sort of five ish. You're asking for trouble there. Stick at stick yeah. at seven yeah. o'clock. You know, you you you've got more of a chance. And then uh, Sundays are difficult as well. You know. Yeah, players taking family, kids. Or, I, I know it's been in Silaton, but just players. Oh, there's 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 supporters around who don't play. No, of course, there's older, younger, blah blah blah, the, and and the rest of the demographic. I think what we need see is it's just consistency, yeah. right? So, it, I don't think the exact day or time matters as long as as long as you know. So, like the other thing is, you, you know, you, you should expect in rugby a home game once a fortnight. Yeah. But it's not even like that. I mean, yeah. Cardiff, our season ended up being completely front-loaded, mm. and I think we didn't have a... Our last home game was like towards March yeah. time. And, and, <laughs> you know? and, and you've got games carrying on thereafter, like, you know, well into, into April. Yep. So uh, going back to what you're saying about Barbarians in November, uh, Wales might be playing well, the math to the Rugby World Cup. Bit, bit of an alluded to, uh, sort of an, in in what Alan Wynn's statement have been. Um, he's very non-committal as well. You know, you can't say too much, but uh, you know, you can you can say a lot when you don't say too much at the same time. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like um, Wales have played Barbarians in these. Autumns where you know you can't have a normal autumn series. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like I've seen that in the past. Actually, wasn't it when it was the Pivac Gatland changeover game? Yeah, they had it? a game because that's that's when they had, unveiled the old uh, Gatlin's Gate, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you know we might yet see yeah. Alan Wynn fulfilling his dream to play against uh, 
barbarian Swansea and win. <laughs> He's ticking all the boxes. I mean, you could have a game against the Os- against the Ospreys. I mean, sacrilege, no doubt. I know. And and just finally, now that Swansea have broken the duck and had barbarians play them on the 150th anniversary, yeah. I think it's Newport's 150th anniversary season in the next year or two. So come on, Newport, sort it out. And, and Cardiff's will be 26, 27, I believe. Ditto Cardiff. So... Come on, gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> yeah, the FLRP will be there in force with our friends oh. of the FLRP too, no doubt. 100%. Lovely bunch of lads. Uh, shall we do Forbidden Loves of the Week before we call an end to proceedings? Yeah. Uh, so I've got one. Go for it. Ben Whitehouse. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, B, this, this is a personal Forbidden Love of this, so I'm not one for, like, you know, damning referees and condemning mm. them. Uh, I know there's a lot of opinions on a lot of referees, but the reason I've done this is because I quite like the philosophical referee chat. I quite like the sort of agonizing over whether a ball went marginally forward. I don't know why. I just do. However, the way he refereed that game yeah. on Wednesday, he did let a blatant forward pass go for Swansea, and it did result in a try. Uh, yeah. And I fucking loved it. Of course, yeah. And, and that kind of game is played in the spirit of, of what rugby was always meant to be. Yeah. I think I feel like we saw a different side of uh, yeah of Ben Whitehouse in that game, and I was all for it. I think, I think it, it, it's, that's across the board for referees. I think I think there'd be a lot more referees with a lot more pressure off, and would be able to have a lot more fun with what they do. I mean, could could you? You know what? I think you're right. I think we forget how much pressure's yeah. on a ref. Could you imagine, like, oh, what's his name? Uh, Barnsley. Stuart Barnes. I love Wayne Barnes, by the way. Wayne, Wayne Barnes. Barnes. Not Stuart Barnes, for God's sake. Not Stuart. That's a bit <laughs> Stuart Barnes reffing, for God's sake. No, thanks. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that on, on the shelf. Um, yeah, Wayne Barnes. Um, could you imagine how much fun he'd have in, in, oh, when, when you're allowed? I mean, yeah. it's, like, like I mentioned the pressure there, like, and, um, it's fine margins with professional sport, like, and like we've seen today in the news, where, was it Jose Mourinho's a team that he lose the game and the ref has been absolutely berated by all the fans in the um, after the game and in on in the April going back which I think is absolutely horrendous and got a few, I, his, his name evades me and apologies for that but yeah of course um, it's it's not what we want to see and no and I mean, it, hey, it, no refs no game exactly and you know it, I think that that, that um, crosses all sporting boundaries but and it tr- transcends sport as a as, as, as a generalization um but like you know with with, with the, the pressure on and like you, there's league positions there's funding more and, and not to digress in the football but more in football than there is in rugby and particularly Welsh rugby at present but um yeah and not to digress too far from the fun element let them have fun when they can I mean you, yeah. I think any referee in the world would find himself feel himself lucky to be able to ref in a game like that to be able to have, have, have all that weight non-existent yeah I feel like I, I've said already tonight but I feel like the fun stuff like that makes the exciting tense stuff more exciting and tense yeah and I feel like the exciting and tense stuff makes the fun stuff more fun yeah. and I think I think rugby needs both and there's room for both of course yeah and I think it would be nice to be able to see more of the fun stuff that plus a lot of pressure on the papa's mind and um, invitational sides like the world 15 and any other 
invitational team we can we can make up as we go along just to sort of it's funny is it because like you know none of us would have changed that cardiff sale game for oh, the no. world that was like a serious intense game yeah and none of us would have changed the swansea barbarians no, game for absolutely in the world. Yeah. it was, it was incredibly fun yeah but, i just think there's this room for both and, and and they're polar opposites of each other yeah which and it's amazing to think that rugby can do that 100 percent, mate uh did you have a forbidden love yeah, a bit, bit, bit of a forbidden love maybe i don't know um a tenuous one, is it? Mm, sort of. Is is it Nick Tompkins? No, absolutely not. We'll 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 knock that on one the street. <laughs> yeah, one of these days when um uh, when, I, when I'm offline and you and Ed can 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 go through Nick Tompkins like like a fan dot com and pick out all his good points, but don't involve me in that. Thanks very much. Understood. <laughs> um, is the Alan Wynn playing for both sides? Mm-hmm. I think I have your Swan song, buddy. Play for Swansea. Bug of the Barbars. Oh, yeah, that'd have been fun. Yeah, imagine. So, finish off, restarted. Great, he had, he had a bit of time for both. But he didn't didn't leave it all out there for one. And I feel like when he's that No, he, and, and he, didn't, he didn't play for Swansea for a long, yeah. long either, did he? Uh, it, it did stink a bit of tokenism. Or like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Yeah, he should have given it, given it all a, a full game. Yeah, yeah. being being the and I think you know, not that he doesn't have the utmost respect from every rugby supporter in the country and not. further afield, yeah. but I think if if that was your last, you, I prefer, you know, in 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 the limelight of, of of the cameras and stuff, yeah, it, it was the Barbars and um, uh, the World Fifteen on Sunday, but I I definitely think Alan Wynn is is more wholesome. In himself than than twenty minutes here and twenty minutes there. Yeah, totally agree. Right, but now then, not to rush you, but we haven't had any gremlins in speed <gasps> yeah. in an hour and twenty five minutes. So shall we count? No, shall we finish counting our chickens and send them home to roost? And end it there before anything bad happens. Yeah. Or, 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 or do we do we have one one last little minute for a friend of the pod? Go on. To revert back to our friend from the West um, and his endeavours to um, get the South Wales Jess Rugby League team off the ground. Oh, uh, just a bit, a bit of a bit of a nod to that. Uh, they're in week two this week of their league, and they look to take on uh, Cardiff Rugby League down at uh, Sunny Sports. So if you if you're about this weekend, uh, Morsey on down to have a look at. Um, Probably one of the most aspiring rugby league teams in Wales. I know this is mainly rugby union podcast, but friend, oh, yeah, friend, yeah. friend of the pod, um, and they had a bit of a massive win in their first outing last last, no. last week. A massive win, but there's a bit more history to the team. They've played a lot of rugby league together as well. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, they uh, took on Torvine Tigers uh, at their home ground in Merthyr last weekend and um, stuck eighty points on Torvine. Oh bloody hell! Mm. Upper Jets, I say. Absolutely. So, uh, congratulations to the Jets there and and everything they want to bring to sport and and rugby Fantastic. league yes. and rugby union and however they want to go about it with the um with with, with the mental health aspect and uh, getting getting the opportunities for players to get a bit off when they need to. But uh, yeah, congratulations on the first win and uh, all the, and good luck for the for the for the second encounter this week. All the best. Yeah, I was going to say it's got to be beach rugby season. I, I think so. I think it's, um, I think they got a, got a, got it in them coming up. I think. Get my trunks ready. Mm, yeah. 
speedos all right all the way <laughs> on that note <laughs> yeah on that image i will say thank you for listening uh mikey it's been a pleasure but always a pleasure and uh please give us a subscribe give us a follow rate us suggest us to your friends your family your enemies it all helps yep thank you very much and good night Ta-da.